You're listening to the Buffalo Business First podcast, where we talk about startup companies and technology here in Western New York. And I'm your host, as usual, Dan Miner from Buffalo Business First. Thanks, everybody, for joining us once again this Friday. Um, been a busy summer, so we've uh, had a few uh, Fridays where we didn't have Buffalo TechCast, but certainly the plan going forward is to still do this every Friday, You know, focusing on my own analyses and interviewing changemakers in the startup ecosystem. And so the subject of today's show, um, the sort of seeds of it in my mind really started when I was strolling today, really, uh, through the Innovation Center and the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. And it was kind of funny when I was walking through the 43 North Z80 Labs incubator. Um, and it was funny because there were large teams of people uh, whom I don't know. Uh, and so this was uh, pretty unusual. About a year and a half ago when the space was established, I basically knew every entrepreneur uh, in the place and most of their employees. Um, and so it's especially notable at the expanded space um, occupied you know, right now by ACV Auctions, last year's 43 North winner, whose team has clearly grown significantly in recent months and to the point that it's almost a bit unwieldy uh, for an open incubator. So I haven't talked to the ACV guys in a while, um, and we're supposed to be catching up soon. Um, and the subject of citing the, the company's headquarters will certainly be something I'll ask about. Um, but that's not really the subject of today's show and, uh, you know, ACV nor the incubator situation in Buffalo. I'm sort of just calling to mind an observation um, because uh, it, it – that observation called to mind a conversation I had recently with the founder of a well-established technology company in Buffalo, which has been looking for space for several years for its sizable team. And the gist of the conversation you know, that I had recently with this uh, tech founder was that the company would like a space in downtown Buffalo. It would like that space to be a neat sort of, you know, in the tech sense, with an open floor plan and the ability to host agile development teams. Um, it would like to have adequate parking, and uh, it would like for it to be affordable relative to other office space in Buffalo. And by that, I mean just sort of on par uh, cost-wise with other office space, um, you know, in Buffalo. And so you can make your own judgment on that checklist, but I think it's I think it's personally a reasonable list of desires. Um, and in my traditional understanding of downtown Buffalo, with its endless parking lots and the dearth of commercial activity, um, I would have assumed it wouldn't have been hard at all to find such a space. But the manager of this company told me that it's actually been a significant challenge to find a cool, in quotes, space uh, that meets the financial and parking requirements of his company in downtown Buffalo. And I thought that was interesting because one of the reasons for spending so much time fostering early-stage technology companies here is the hope that they'll grow into substantive commercial entities and that they populate the downtown office landscape with young people who live and work and play downtown. Because let's be honest, we all kind of get a disappointed sigh when we hear about a company finding a home in some Amherst office park, um, you know, or obviously, of course, you know, elsewhere outside of Western New York. And I'm not here to be self-righteous at all. I own a house in a suburb and I plan to stay here. But as far as watching the economic development horse race, uh, you know, in Buffalo, it most specifically pertains to downtown, which is really the single most important geography um, locally in terms of shaping the perception of the region. But you're looking at several big companies who have publicly stated that they'd like to move to a new downtown space. You're looking at Cinecor and Campus Labs. You're looking at several of the companies growing out of Z80, most notably ACV, but also the growing team at Coach Me Plus. 
You're looking at Huron Consulting Services, which acquired Cloud62 last year and has made Buffalo the home base for the growth of its Salesforce consulting practice, um, and which is considering new spaces for that team. And what I'm saying is you're looking at some major some major plates shifting in the tech geography of downtown Buffalo in the coming years. So what does it say when a Buffalo uh, startup uh, a startup successful startup technology company in Buffalo says they can't find a cool space downtown? It's hard, at least in this anecdotal exercise, to come up with any real solutions. There aren't any buildings, re- there aren't that many buildings, I should say, left to reuse in downtown Buffalo. And the new build situation is, is still extremely problematic from a financial standpoint, since it just costs just as much to build here as it does in Chicago. But nobody's going to pay as you Chicago re- rates for real estate in Buffalo. And that's a problem that's not specific to the tech sphere, uh, in, you know, startup technology companies in Buffalo. It also is a uh, big reason for the sort of stagnation in affordable, um, not affordable in like the, the regulatory, you know, meaning like subsidized, but like just generally speaking, non, um, non luxury residential space as well in downtown Buffalo as sort of an aside. Um, it's also, you know, kind of laughable. Simonelli's Conventus building is held up locally as an example of private sector spinoff from the medical campus, given that the state, uh, but I, I don't know, for me at least, I, it's hard not to note that the state purchased an entire floor of that building uh, for nearly $10 million for a pharmaceutical uh, laboratory, and then the state also paid for the build-out of another floor to host a Phoenix. So I guess, you know, I'm looking at this sort of the shining example of private sector development to host innovation space, uh, you know, in Buffalo is using the term private sector kind of loosely there. But anyway, I'm not really here to do any deep analyses about the intersection of technology and real estate in Buffalo. Um, and, you know, I think that anybody listening to this is probably uh, thinking to themselves that they've heard of numerous examples of tech, tech companies uh, successfully moving into downtown in recent years or in switching to new downtown spaces. You can look at uh, Empire Innovation Group's Main Street headquarters, Argyle Technologies' incredible new space at the top of the electric tower, the hundreds of employees at the new Liaison Corp space in the Fairmont Creamery. Um, Loop recently expanded into new Main Street, he- Street headquarters, sort of splitting from Block Club, at least as far as from, from a f- facility perspective and moving next door. And really, there, there are plenty of others, um, you know, which I've written about and which you've all heard me talk about. So, you know, in conclusion, Buffalo has conjured a technology scene uh, that in recent years that has really built its own momentum. And I'm saying that with due respect to some of the catalysts, such as New York State uh, government and UB. And from that, from the sort of murk that, uh, from that murk <laughs> has emerged what everybody has always wanted, a cohort of innovative, scalable companies that's making a major mark on the local economy. But all of those houses are going to need a home, and it's far from certain how the geographic decisions of the com- coming years will shake out. So we'll be watching closely, and there are a lot of really interesting decisions to be made by local founders and local developers. And um, I think that you know the tale has really yet to be told, but that you're going to be having a very different conversation about this in the coming years. And this is my sort of way to foreshadow all that. Once again, you're listening to Dan Miner, uh, Buffalo Bit staff writer, Buffalo Business First. Uh, this is the Buffalo TechCast podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please remember to subscribe. You can do so on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Definitely feel free to reach out to me with any input for, as far as the content of this or any questions that you'd like answered. And we'll talk to everybody next week.